just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. May we look like Jesus all the days of our lives. Use me to bless your people this morning, through this afternoon, in Jesus' mighty name. And God's people, please say Amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. Today I want to talk about something that I started last week and didn't go into it, but today I want to go into it. And the title is, The Curses That Follow Non-Tithers. The Curses That Follow Non-Tithers. So those who don't give tithe, those who don't pay tithe, the curse that follows them. Can I have an Amen. Not paying tithes activates several different cases. Many people think that not tithing only sets in motion the curse that is shown in Malachi chapter 3. But not tithing sets in motion much more than the curse of Malachi. It sets in motion several other cases which have very dangerous very, very dangerous and devastating effects. And this is what today I want us to think about as I'm sharing on this message. In the first place, what is a curse? Ask your neighbor, what is a curse? Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, Charlie, so what is a curse? Ask the Charlie, ask the Charlie. Amen? You know, and I think some of us, whether we believe it or not, by the time I'm finished, you realize that maybe you have been under a curse. Or your mother has been under a curse. Or your father has been under a curse. But whether you are under a curse or your parents have been under a curse, what God wants to do is to help us to overcome the curses. Can I have an amen? A better amen. Your loudest amen. So, a curse can be defined in many ways. These 12 definitions of a curse will help us to understand what it means to be under a curse. I cannot imagine what it means to be under multiple curses. So, you don't have to write this down because I'm just reading the definition of curses and I'll go into the ones you have to write. Okay, so, a curse or a cursed person is someone who will experience persistent frustration. Do some of you realize that you have persistent, I say, God forbid, but I don't like the example that God is giving me. But God forbid, like, I um, <laughs> now you're 
It has shared you in the It has shared you in the Nanado. It has become like something that you have eaten is causing that. So in life, sometimes some problem that you are going through seems to be continuous. That is because something wrong has gone on somewhere. That is what is called a curse. Are you understanding that? So it's a persistent frustration. A cursed person, me, is someone who is behind and below in everything. So, who schooler, thou your last. Oba Sorinsua, thou your last. Oka Kopa Trotra, only the last person ever Jusca. Utsna Trotroma, Yediako Shekona. Everything you are the last. Look at somebody and tell the person, you shall not be the last. The way you say it will help the person to come out. Tell the person, you shall not be the last. Hey, when you are saying it, don't say last. Hmm? When you say last, it's supposed to be last, but say, you shall not be the last. Don't bring the tea. Uh-huh. Hey, that is serious. You shall not be the last. So some of you, every time you come to church, you are sitting at the back. You are trying to be like the last. And then they are sharing food. Then you are the last person to get the food. People are getting tired. And then you go and get the akukonano. Ananeto. Akukonai. I confess and declare over you. You shall not be the last. Lift up your hand and say, I shall not be the last. Anybody who is saying it will be the first in school. visa, may you receive your visa as the first. You see, the devil is a liar. Richie, look at it. You put it down for now. We sh- nobody in this church, as you keep coming to church, as you keep serving God, nobody will be the last. Ellen, you will not be the last. Those who are ready to marry, you will marry in the name of Jesus. Please sit down. A cursed person is someone on whom a specific evil has been invoked. That person is cursed. And sometimes we, we bring the curses. You have done something that makes somebody say something over you. Example, Peter. You went to steal. And somebody says, hey, so the person who took my Bible, <laughs> only means send your quarter. And it's happening. Some of you have stolen things before, and you were cursed. But I'm praying that God will show all of us mercy. If you, if you suspect there's a curse in your life, lift up your hand and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Amen. So, Number four, a cursed person is someone who is plagued with mysterious freak incidents and accidents. Mysterious. Like I know of a family, I don't want to mention the name, but a Ghanaian family. Their uncle died through a car accident, very sudden accident. 
think it was the second mom, went to tech, KNUST, when I was there on campus in the mid-90s. And she had a beloved, a nice guy who was going to marry her. And they were Christians. Beautiful girl. She, her height was like this. Beautiful. And we're going to marry her. And then they went for a program in Kumasi town. And they were coming back to campus. Well, those who know Kumasi. And then Uncle James, they got to the junction. Tech junction. When somebody was getting down, this lady who was like the bus, there was somebody at the door. And she was the next person after the person. And this person was getting down. So the person got down. Not knowing as the person got down, the lady had to get down to allow the person to get down properly. When the person moved and the lady, for some reason, just came down, a truck beat from nowhere came from the side where she was getting down and slapped her legs, her two legs. So, they had to cut the legs. And the beloved said, That's why you should know who you marry. Actually, <laughs> my advice to young people is that don't be moved by he's a very nice person. He sings so well. He cuts so nice with Hey, they call her um, this one. Don't look at these beautiful faces and all those things. Look at somebody that when something bad happens, the person still says, I like you. It's not about type, but it's also important. That day when I heard that the beloved had broken up with the sister, it went into my blood. And it changed something in my mind, which has stayed with me up to now. I don't trust people. Until proving otherwise. Because today your legs are nice. But the day your leg goes off, somebody says, Ah, you are the beautiful mosquito in my net. Who say, Ah, you are the crocodile that must be driven away. And that's what happened. Later when we heard it, you know, as the thing has started from the grand, grand, grand. They die mysterious deaths. Uncle died, strange death. Father died, strange death. This lady should have died. But because of Nyamesunka cross, went in on somehow she didn't, but the legs went off. Her name, the sentence starts with A. None of you will die a mysterious death. A cursed person is someone who is a persistent failure. A cursed person is someone who is persistently rejected and set aside. The sound has changed. I prefer the first one. <laughs> persistently set aside. Ellen, so it's like when you are choosing people some, for some reason, they will not even look at what you have. They will not look at your CV. For some reason, they just don't choose you. Sometimes you may even have what it requires, but they don't choose you. 
How many have, not you, but how many have seen some before? You have seen some people that sometimes they are not chosen. Or, okay, you. How many think that sometimes you are being set aside? They don't even listen to you, but you are, they just set you aside. And usually, a tertia, then it's possible you are cursed. Persistently set aside. A cursed person is someone who is never chosen. Some of you, you are never chosen. Even if your father wants to travel with somebody, he will choose your brother. If your mother wants to choose your sister, they will choose your cousin. You there, you are not chosen. If you have come to church too, Bishop is choosing, they don't choose you. They want somebody who they, they, they will choose another person. And you look at it and it's like it's a trend. It's possible there's a case somewhere. person someone who is unable to redirect his life in a positive direction or her life in a positive direction down life no a cursed person is someone who is bereft of critical important information information that everybody is getting let's say you are there's an arm robber that is coming to Kaswa and so everybody's run to their house but you when you didn't hear it now, they, they say, they say there's, some, there's some sickness that is coming around, so everybody must wear their mask. You, you didn't hear it. There, there was everybody in the story building heard that there's fire, so everybody must run. You, you didn't hear it because you are in the toilet. You are in a, an aeroplane, and then everybody was told to put on their seatbelt. You, you didn't hear it because you are asleep. It's possible that you seem to be missing on information that is helping, supposed to help you. You miss it. It's possible you're under a curse. Information that will change your life. You why you're not getting it. It's possible you're under a curse. So this is this is what you do for you to get a visa. This is what you do for you to get Ghana card. This is what you do. You why you don't get it. By the time you get the information, I didn't trim. Some of you, you don't have Ghana card. You don't have any card. You don't have anything. You don't have nothing. Ah. You don't have any information that is needed for you. You don't have COVID card. Vaccine. <laughs> How many know people like that? It's like every time... They, they don't they don't get the information early. They don't get the information early. They don't get this like oh this like there's an apport that everybody has. You quite didn't get the apport. And then you everybody got A plus. You quite got T T <laughs> T what? <laughs> Number ten. A cash person. Grace is someone who is constantly assigned to the bad option. Like you're going to buy a dress and then you go the one that is nice is behind and then the, the one that you go is the one that was in front and they say the one that behind you know, has been given to somebody and then the only option is this one, bad option. Vanessa. 
you, it does not happen. But maybe it is about to happen. Hey! Number 11. A cursed person is someone who only encounters, this is very sad, only Kevin encounters bad people. You are always encountering bad people. Anybody you meet, the person stole your money. The person stole something from you. Your phone. Your pen. Your last money. You are always encountering bad people. It's possible you are under curse. Am I talking to God's people? It's possible you are under curse. I didn't think I was going to robbers. Sister, I didn't think I was going to rapists. At the age of 16, she said the mother had sent her somewhere. So as she was going, she met this man. Yeah? Accra Hill. And then the man said, something like, can I show you something? He said, I mean, the man said something. I don't remember exactly what they said the man said. And then, for some reason, it was true. And then the man said, so give me your bag. And let me hold for you. So the man held the bag. And then she said, do like this. And she did it. And the man said something, which was also true. By the time she realized, the man had vanished. And took her bag with her phone and everything. And she was like that. <laughs> the young ladies, the first thing starts with A and the second S. She was, and you see, when I heard it and I started going to it, I realized that she has been experiencing bad people all the time from when she was a child. Some of you, you stay with an uncle, the uncle sleeps with you. You sit in a taxi, the taxi driver wants to touch you. Even your brother has had sex with you. Even the madman sees you and By the time you do Kofredia, you need to do Kofredia. 
that comes on those who dare to steal from God. I'm a shake by even the way you are walking you have not paid your time to by the time you realize you are falling to a gutter you have to shake you have to shake you have to shake something bad happens to people who don't give their tithe people who do not pay tithes are cursed with the curse that comes on those who dare to steal from God because when you don't pay tithes as a small girl you are saying but you see seven years they are there they are dead 11 years they are there 17 are dead 27 are dead 37 are dead 47 are dead 57 different age groups which is represented here you can be dead so if you are alive it is because God has kept you and God says that he wants to bless you the more but your time One day I was doing a crusade, mini crusade somewhere. And then after I administered and all that, and we closed, a young boy came to stand by me. And he said, I'm so for we are powerful. Small boy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Through quickly, 
Point number six. People do not pay tithes are cursed with the curse of closed heavens. Closed heavens. Let me give you the final one. Yeah? You are lost? You are found. <laughs> okay. Number seven. People who do not pay tithes are cursed with the curse of those who forget God. People who do not pay tithes are cursed with the curse of those who forget God. I'll end there, right? So, let me run through points number one quickly and then I will just be ending in the next 15 minutes. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, we are learning something wild here. I don't want to be cursed. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, look into my eyes. Do I look like a cursed person? What did your neighbor say? Is that what? Is that no? He doesn't look like a cursed person. Have you looked at the person's eyes? Okay. So points number one. Can we go through? Let's read it together. I can't hear you at all. Let's say it again. So Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 and 9. Use that scripture to support this point. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 and 9. Bible says that will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? And God answers and says, in tithes and offerings, you are cursed, or ye are cursed with a curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. One of the specific curses in the Bible is Malachi's curse for not tithing. This curse involved the release of what is called the devourer. So the devourer is a spirit that comes, they can't devour. Devour, just say, be a bad, ever, Spirits be their, their work is to just. <gasps> I don't know if you have watched horror movies before that there's a Dracula or something that is coming. It's like, and you can see this thing is coming to kill you. see, sometimes even we who are watching can look at this. And that's it. So, a devourer is a spirit that comes to swallow up, a spirit that comes to weaken you, a spirit that comes to destroy it. When it's coming, it's not coming just for your ear, it's coming to. Two. Let's read point number two again. What does it say? 
People who do not pay tithes, yeah, there's a curse that comes on thieves. The Bible shows us two interesting curses that relate to people who steal. Listen, one is a general curse that God has declared on thieves in general, and the other is a specific curse for stealing from God Himself. Did you know that there is no need? to curse someone who steals from you. Because there's a general curse on anyone who steals. A thief is an already accursed person. The curse that will follow every thief was declared by the prophet Zechariah. In Zechariah chapter 5, I want us to look at it clearly. In Zechariah chapter 5, verse 1. This is in the Bible. If I don't finish, I'll continue next week. Give you the point. Now don't finish. I'll continue next week. Actually, I won't finish, so I'll continue next week. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. Look at it. Don't forget this scripture. Next week, I'll add points on my eight, and then I'll finish explaining it. Look at it. I'll see. Then I turned and lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, some of us who did play a kite, you know, we just a sangele, and it's going high. If you don't know it, 70-70% of your life is about to go. So it's a flying roll, you know, a flying roll. So it's like something that is in the air. Verse 1 again, verse 1 again, verse 1 again. Then I turned and lifted up my eyes and looked and behold, what did I see? A flying roll. Something that was flying. Like a roll. A roll maybe like a, let's say a mat. So it's flying there. Verse 2. And he said unto me, what seest thou? And I answered, I see a flying roll. The length is 20 cubits and the breadth 10 cubits. So assuming 20 cubits is let's say 20 feet. Let's say the length is 2, 3, 4, kilometer to hour. That's the end. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 
then they keep it. There are some people who work at places when your boss gives you money to go and then you go and then they give you a balance. You don't bring it back. All those things are stealing. Today's preaching is working on. How many see that you are inside the preaching? All of us. There's some few people who are here who are angel. Angel Gabriel said them. They are insiders. Reform. Did you know that there is no need to curse someone who steals from you because there is a general curse on anyone who steals? A thief is already an accursed person. In this case, the Lord declares that he will enter the house of the thief and consume him. And then point number three, and then I'm closing with this, and I'll continue from next week. So our last point. Let's read it together. Point number three, ready, go. I heard you, but it was not strong enough. Can we say it again, please? Ready, go. Me? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. Proverbs 15, 3. Proverbs 15, 3. Look at it. It says that the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. What does it mean? The eyes of the Lord is in the car. The eyes of the Lord is in the Tacoc Park. The eyes of the Lord is in the market as you are selling. The eyes of the Lord is in the kitchen. The eyes of the Lord is on your phone. How many agree with me that if the eyes of the Lord is everywhere, then we are hot. The eyes of the Lord is on your ATM. The eyes of the Lord is in the exams hall. That means God's eyes is a type of eyes. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, do you think God didn't see? Tell your neighbor, do you think God didn't see? When you, were, when you were counting the money and then you chose some and you said, no, this one, nobody will know. Miscalculation. Hey! Father, have mercy on me. The eyes of the Lord. And the beautiful thing is that I say that the eyes of the Lord and every place beholding. When you say beholding, beholding means that I shed our share. Both the evil and the good. So evil. And the good. So as you are giving to help somebody, the eyes of the Lord is looking. And as you are also saying, Oh, I don't have God is also watching. As you are bringing your 24 Ghana's leaders of tithe, the Lord is answering, which is the correct tithe. And then the eyes of the Lord is also looking at the one that is, instead of 24, you are bringing 12 cities. Even me, look at my eyes. How is carrying? 
much more the eyes of the Lord. And the eyes of the Lord does not blink. So as you are stealing the time, God's eyes watching. He said, Hey, what is this guy doing? What is he doing? Ah, is it not is it not you that when you saw the clothes and the person came, he said, Oh, this is your your clothes. So he gave you more money. How come that you didn't give tight on it? Are you sure the tithe that you have been given is your tithe? Recently, did your boss say that he's impressed with what you have been doing? I'm going there. <laughs> the eyes of the Lord is open. You too, you are open your eyes. Close your eyes. I mean, there's something small. I said, thank you very much. And you pocketed the thing. You didn't pay tithe on that money that was given to you at the counter in your bank. <laughs> Let me read something and we close. I'm closing. You may get away throwing your shoes at your dog or even your spouse. But throwing your shoes at the American president could get you into jail. You may steal from a mere man and get away with it. But you'll not get away with stealing from God. Stealing from God will get you into big trouble. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere beholding the good and the evil. He sees every city and every money and every penny you take away from his house. You cannot escape when you steal from God. Stealing from God is a very bad idea and I advise you not to do anything like that. Pay your time so that you do not become a doubly accursed thief. Can I have an amen? amen. At the back, can I have an amen? Is it? Yeah, they are not concentrating. In the back. <laughs> At the back. Now, now I'm closing. Now listen to this. I'll continue next week. But there's an important revelation that I want everybody to listen to. It's just a very important revelation. I'm just reading it for you to hear. Okay. Tell your neighbor that we have been blessed today. Now, now listen. Some people say, me, I can't pay tithe because of, for example, I have lots of debts, so I cannot pay tithe. Eh? I am a widow, so I cannot pay tithe. I am an orphan, so I cannot pay tithe. I am a student, so I cannot pay tithe. This is where I want to read. Being a student must not prevent you from paying tithes. I wanted to hear an amen. amen. The question is, do students eat food? Yes. I, didn't, I didn't hear your answer. Yes. Do students wear clothes? Yes. Do students drive cars? Yes. 
Some of you are not minding me because you don't want to drive a car. Do students have money? Do students even get married? The answers to all these questions is yes. How come students are able to engage in all the things that are listed here? Do you know that? Listen to me and I'm closing. Many students think that they are wiser than adults. If students are wiser than adults, why can't they pay tithes? I am sorry. I cannot let you off because you are a student. You must pay your tithes. If you don't pay tithes, then you must equally stop all these activities which students do. Students are able-bodied young boys and girls, young men and women who receive gifts in the form of income of a sort. Students have substance. They must honor the Lord with their substance. Students have substance and they must honor God with it. Because when you honor God with your substance, God honors you. And that is why God gives all of us the opportunity not only to pay tight on your salary, but also on your gifts. There is nobody here who will tell me that me, I have not received any gift before. Sometimes a gift comes in the form of a reduction of something that you are going to buy. You have to cheer tight on it. God looks at all these things and says, ah, this person doesn't do the thing. I can't bless you. I curse, I can't. Some of you are suffering because you don't do these simple things. But that's why God is teaching us so that when we start doing, you'll be shocked. I'm telling you, practically by next year, when you look at the UFS, the way God has blessed you, you now you'll be shocked because it's like, ah, young people and they have started traveling, they have started driving cars, they have started handling um, different powerful things. It's because we are doing the word of God. May that grace come upon you. Those who said amen may start now. Let me read this and I close. Some people say I'm closing the next two minutes. Listen. I am unemployed, so I cannot pay tithes. Thank you for telling us that you're unemployed. Actually, we didn't know about your situation. But I have a question for you. Do you eat every day? I didn't hear the answer. Do you eat every day? The unemployed, do they have clothes to wear every day? Do you go out? Do you travel in taxis and torturers? Where do you get the money from? throw dust into our eyes by saying that your unemployed cannot pay tithe. I think you want to use your unemployed status as a smoke screen. You want to hide behind that screen and use it as an excuse for not paying tithes. Bible says that he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Many, many people in this world have no jobs, but one way or another, they sustain and they are sustaining this well. Your time of being unemployed is the time of having little. So it's not like 
It's not true. Your time of not having a job is the time of your little. The word of God is encouraging you to be faithful with your little. In the day you are employed, you will have much more. If you are faithful with the little, you will be faithful with much. Everyone has two faces in his life. The face of employment and the face of unemployment. You are expected to pay tithes in the unemployed face as well as the employed face of your life. I, Bishop Dag, I have paid tithes for the last 30 years since I became born again. 10 out of these 30 years, I was unemployed. Yet, it's never occurred to me that I should not pay my tithe because I did not have a job. And that's why I'm blessed. And since I learned this from my prophet, I've been doing sin. You don't be jealous. I, I usually don't use money to do things. I usually get a lot of things I give because I pay tithes on gifts. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Bishop, she's in a nice way. Who should she attire? Should she attire? If you have been delivered, stand to your feet and clap your hands for Jesus. Instrumentalists. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Oh, Father, we're asking you for mercy. Take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. It's a prayer of repentance. When you're done, please take the glory. Just a seal of Take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. Close your eyes and sing it to the Lord. Have your Instrumentalists go down a little bit. Nothing more. Sing it to Jesus. And when you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Lift up your hand and sing with me. Take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. And have your way. I'm just a vessel.
For some seconds, I want everybody to ask God to forgive you for not being faithful with your time. Pray right now. Pray for some seconds. 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 God forgive. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Father, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, forgive us, Lord. As a church, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Every eye closed. If you are here, this afternoon you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, what should I do? Bible says that unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Please listen to me because this is the reason why we are gathered here. My sound is not good. And but you are going to hell. It's frightening. You may even be in the choir, but you're going to hell. How do you know? Sometimes it occurs to you that am I born again or I'm not? Am I born again or not? If you start thinking like that, you are not born again. Those who are born again, they know themselves. You want to say, Bishop, so what should I do? What you are going to do is that you are going to pray a simple prayer. And I want to lead you in that prayer. So stand where you are and lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand. God bless you. Let it go high. You want to say, Bishop, what should I do? Please, what should I do? I want to do it. I want to do it. Yes, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you have been coming to church. But today is the day you are taking a sound decision to surrender all to Jesus. Lift up your hand. Let your hand go up. And if you have lifted your hand, you are going to follow me in this prayer. When I say you say, when I say you say, as you say, believe it. And God would have mercy on you and write your name. Do one more thing for me. Those who have lifted your hands, I want you to come to the front. Come. I'm looking at you. Come. Come. Brother, come. 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 I think I can't 
He can crowd better. He can crowd better. I don't know. Don't be tired. But you can crowd better. Forgive me. Please forgive me. Of my stubbornness. Of my stubbornness. And disobedience. And disobedience. Jesus. Jesus. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. And confess with my mouth. And confess with my mouth. That you are the Son of God. That you are the Son of God. You came from heaven to this earth. You came from heaven to this earth. To die for me. To die for me. Jesus. Jesus, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. I am born again. I am born again. I am now born again. I am now born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing me. For hearing me. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come into my life. Come into my life. Be my comforter. Be my comforter. Be my helper. Be my helper. And be my teacher. And be my teacher. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for all these handsome and beautiful young boys, girls, gentlemen, and ladies. It is not a mistake. For them to give their lives to you today. Some are even here for the second time. But I thank you Lord that like you have shown some of us mercy. You are also showing them mercy. We have found value in the church. Because we are born again. From today as they also become born again. May they find value. May they find excitement. May they find meaning into their lives. Help us as a church to help them. So they can stand strong as strong Christians. May they also do something in church that will keep them in the house of God. 
I come against every agenda of Satan against these lives with the blood of Jesus. And I declare that nothing that Satan has planned against these ones would stand. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment, we shall condemn. So I condemn it now in Jesus' name. And I declare that they are on their way to heaven. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. And God's people, please say amen. Would you want to clap for these ones? You know what? I want you to know that this service is a church. Young people, we love you. You are special. Some time ago, 13 years, I stood here and gave my life to Jesus. I was 13. And it has not been easy, but that journey is exciting. I'm happy I gave my life to Jesus when I was young. Because two years after I gave my life to Jesus, my father died. And it was not easy. But because I knew Jesus, God took me step by step. But he was able to take me to the university and everything has gone on well. I see my father is alive. So it's a blessing to know Jesus. If only you hold him fast. So we want to be praying for you and we'll also come and visit you in your house. So we want you to be part of this family. Have you seen a young pastor standing there? Look on your left. He's waving his hand. He's, he's in the law school. He's becoming a lawyer soon. You see him young like that. And he's being trained as a pastor. So they are going to talk to you, get your name, where you are coming from, maybe out in your area. Just that. And then your telephone number. So that we can now assign you some leaders who will now help you to come and visit you. So please, you are going to go, they'll just take your name and come and join us before we close. Okay. So please move and then follow them now. God bless you. Clap for them as they go. These are our brothers and sisters. Keep clapping. Oh, your clapping can be stronger. God bless you. Please take your seat. Communion. Please quickly. Communion. Are there some airport stars? Where are the airport stars? They are there. Sing it. Take it, this is my body which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood which was poured out for you Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood Has eternal life For my flesh is meat indeed And my blood is drink indeed The cup of blessing which we bless Is the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the king of heaven. It will keep you and it will sustain you when I see the blood. Oh, oh. I will pass away.
Precious children of God, say God loves me. Say it well, God loves me. And this I know. I didn't hear you say it again. And this I know. Say it three times. Ready, go. Some of you are not saying it. Ready, go. And this I know. Say it for the last time. God loves me and this I know. Lift up the bread. Because God loves you, God loves me, this bread will turn into his body, the body of Jesus. If you don't have that relationship with him, it doesn't work. You eat it raw. That's why we are called believers. Believe it. Some of you are sick, but through this communion, God will heal you because He loves you. Ah, why would God say, By this thing you'll be healed, you'll be this, you'll be that? What is this? This one thing. It is true. But as it has power to heal us, how much more this? At the back, let us be silent. So lift it up and say, The body of Jesus. And please eat it. I like chewing medicine. <laughs> Very. And I have chloroquine, panadol, whatever. Because I did chemistry. The total surface area must be broad enough for the reaction to take place. <laughs> so, I just chew it. And it immediately starts working. And in a synchro, I'll chew it. That's what has happened with the bread. As you were chewing it, it was entering into places. Some of you, it was entering your financial life. It was entering into your emotional life. It was entering into your health life. It was entering into your marital and future life. It was entering into your parents' life. It was entering into your traveling life. It was entering into your educational life. It was entering into your promotion life. In the name of Jesus. And then the blood, which is a liquid. It's like the same medicine that comes in a a syrup form. But this time it also has some power. And the Bible says that the blood forgives. Some of us we have done some bad, bad things. How many have done some bad, bad things? So it forgives. It could be 12 years ago, but you forgot to ask for forgiveness. It could be just last year. It could be even just last yesterday. It could even be what is going to happen tomorrow. By the blood, we also receive healing. By the blood, we also receive a, a, 
an exemption, an exemption from destruction. You know, I lift up the cup with this belief that as I'm praying, this wine is turning into the blood of Jesus as it enters into my mouth. Lift it up, my brother, my sister, and say the blood of Jesus. And say the cup of blessing. I can't hear you well. Say the blood of Jesus. And say the cup of blessing. And drink it. Drink it. Muna mo chwai zamsa. Ni obe hubi anachwa. O kopi dito dito. Un Christian Christianado. Una se Christian Christianado. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, cover this church with your wings. May there be strong love, the love of God amongst us. Let every one of us live up to 70, 80 years. I didn't hear your amen. May none of us die before our time. May none of us die before our time. None of us will die through a car accident. May everybody here who is going to school pass his exam with excellence. May those who have to travel and do their studies have a door open to them. In the name of Jesus. May young people drive their cars in their 20s. In the name of Jesus. May we be so winners in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for what you are doing in Jesus' name. And everybody, please say Amen. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449 0540 77 49 41 Stay blessed.